Are you looking to launch a podcast and be a podcaster? Well, this show is for you, although you have missed the first two. So this is episode three of How to Launch a Podcast with myself, Ashley Leeds, and the amazing Gary Jones, who is from Grow Radio and helps people with his podcast. So in this episode, we are going to be looking at using a podcast host. Um, so that's the bit of software to load it all, uh, putting it all together, coming up with it, music um, and all kinds of other amazing things to help you create your own podcast. Now, this is all because I am launching my brand new podcast in a couple of weeks time and I want you to launch a podcast too. So why not help you as well? So Gary's been helping me get ready. So without any further hesitation, let's go in and listen to this week's show. Good afternoon. Oh, look at he's smiling again. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm all right. I love that music. It gets me going. It's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good. That is that is good. That's what going to be one of the things we're talking about today. Um, this is week three. So for the last three weeks, you've been sat on um, my podcast and my live show on LinkedIn. Um, tell everybody why and who you are. So my name's Gary Jones and I'm from Grow and I help people launch podcasts. I help people not just launch them, but get more out of them, whether that's being a guest or just generally make more of what they've got. So over the last three weeks, me and Ashley have been talking about launching his new podcast and we've been going through the steps of how to do that. First week, we spoke about what a podcast is and all that kind of jazz. Last week was all about creating the podcast and the artwork and the music, the individual bits that goes into it. And today we're moving it one step forward by talking about guests, recording, and those are good stuff. So yeah, that's what we've been up to. Fantastic. We, we didn't quite get to the music last week. So come on, what, what makes a good bit of music? You, you, you know, you've, you're fired up just listening to that little bit of music. What, what should we be thinking about? And can we use um, commercial stuff that you know may, maybe our favorite artist has recorded? It, it's a tricky one because you've got to make sure that whoever, whatever music you're playing you've got you use you make sure that the artist gets paid for it so it's either you either pay the royalties for that or you go for royalty free music either way you've got to make sure it's ethical and for me it's always best to go royalty free if can but with that piece of music i know it's personal to you which goes on to my first point of make sure that the music matches up to your podcast and you in terms of energy tone message and all that kind of stuff um so i know you obviously wrote that you performed it you produced it which is great um and that's yours so for me that's a perfect bit of music for you to kickstart your podcast um if your podcast um has got a different tone to your music there's a disconnect and we don't want that to start off with so it's got to have the same tone same message to what your podcast has so for you that's a perfect one because you're high energy the music's high energy it all works really really well so you, first off you've got to match the tone and tone of the podcast to the music go royalty free um and really then kind of pick what resonates with you because ultimately it's your podcast and it's a reflection of you if your charity or your business has already got any jingles or any audio branding that you can use, you need to include that in if it's part of that as well. Just so you've got that brand familiarity kind of kicking through it. But for music, it's so personal. You can go down the whole rabbit hole of finding the right type of music and the right piece to use in it. But yeah, music's really important. You can have it at the start, the end, little jingles in the middle to separate different bits. You can do some really cool stuff with music. Okay, and so it, it is. It is a must. It's, it's something that we shouldn't um, forget. 
it's a i think if you're doing a professional podcast which has got longevity i think it's a must at the start it depends on what level you want to enter into perfect yeah, okay but obviously with the editing with the music you have to edit it all together so you do have to have some editing skills to be able to do that okay perfect thank you okay so we're going to be looking at um getting this podcast recorded so um where do we start so let's start with where you're going to record because that's the kind of the big thing. So at, the, at this stage, you know what you're going to record because you've got a plan and you've planned it all out. You've we've got, we've got twelve. We've got twelve episodes planned out. You've got twelve episodes. You might have guests as well, which you're going to be talking to, talking to them via places like Zoom, Streamyard, Riverside FM, loads of different online places, or you could be in person recording it. Um, and then, so therefore, you've got to pick your recording area and. For full transparency, for people who are watching this and listening to this now, this is a second room that I've been in to record this podcast today because we had to make sure that the rooms that we're in are not too echoey. It works well for the recording. And the previous room that, I'm, that I was working in, very echoey. And it made the sound and made my voice disappear because it just was, it just, it was a big boom box. So we yeah. had to move spaces about five minutes before we went live, but that's what you got to do. You make sure you got to make sure your recording area is absolutely spot on. Um, you got to make sure that you're ready as a person. You've got that time beforehand to prepare yourself and get ready and relaxed and know what you're going to say. But equally, you need to let the guests know as well where you're going to be. So send them links and send them instructions if they don't know how to use that platform. Just so when you get to the recording stage and you press record or press live. There's no issues. We're all good. We're all ready to go. Okay. So you've just you've just said you've moved rooms. Um mm. I'm I'm in a shed. Yes. And um it's very echoey in my shed. So what I've done is I've I've bought, you can just see it coming into the background. Some these are called acoustic panels, aren't they, Gary? Yep, they are. Um so readily readily available. But if you don't have one of those, you could use a duvet or a, some old curtains or something. Yeah, basically you want any soft furnishings to absorb the sound because what you'll find is if you're in a hard room or a room with loads of hard surfaces, you're going to get um, echoes bouncing back and then microphone is going to pick that up and your voice is going to boom and reflect off all these angles. So anything soft furnishing like duvet covers, curtains, um, sheets, you know, anything like that are great to kind of make it basically absorb that sound and that's what the acoustic panel does it absorbs yep. the sound by deflecting them off into different angles so it doesn't come back at you um it's the same principle so for me i had to move space but i've picked a space where it's got a bit more kind of softer furnishings in and i'm in a corner so therefore actually there's not that much place where the sound can go fantastic tip i like that sit in a corner with, with a little hat on with a d on it is that right is i knew that... you were gonna go there i'm oh, sorry that. sorry it just just brings back memories for me when i was yep. at school okay so intro episode what's all that about so basically you want a small little episode a trailer a teaser an intro episode to give people a flavor of what's going to come up um, this sets a tone for the podcast and for the people who are brand new to the podcast, regardless if you've just launched or you're on episode 100, gives them a small window into your world. Um, so they don't have to listen to a whole one hour episode to kind of know what you're about and what you're going to be talking about. You can, you can listen to a two to five minute episode that kind of gives them a flavor 
And in that episode, you talk about what you're going to be doing, who are you, why you're doing it. You might preview some of the guests that come up or some snippets or clips if you've got them as a little kind of preview show. Um, But it's about basically letting them know what they can do, what they're going to listen to, and more importantly, how they can get involved with the episodes, how often they're going to be released, where they're going to be released. And if they want to find more information by joining the group, then you can put the details in there as well. But it's just about giving your audience a flavour of what's going to be happening. Joining a group. Wow, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you've got your community, your LinkedIn community already set up. That could be classed as a group, but I would suggest having a place where they can ask questions about it, about the about the actual podcast itself. Hell, they can come up with some content as well um, if they want to. Um, based on your new show, where you're going to be interviewing people about the issues they've got with LinkedIn, then it might be worth having it either on LinkedIn or another platform where you're not worried about censorship and about kind of people seeing the word LinkedIn with negative conversations. It might be worth doing that. But it's just a place where people can interact with you. Awesome. And so I make this an open group or a closed group? Completely up to you based on if you want, based on what your community is used to start off with. Um, so if they're used to having paying for your time and having a paid group, you obviously do it paid to start off with. Most groups will be probably free to start off with, but if you're going to give out exclusive content, which could be mini episodes after the main episodes done just for that group or exclusive questions and answer sessions or basically different content to what normal people would or the regular listeners would, then I would suggest doing it as a paid group. You can use a place like Patreon to do that or there's other places where you can get paid subscribers um, and release content just in there. But real paid is up to you based on on those factors. Yeah, no, absolutely superb. Um, so if I'm launching my podcast, so I go I go live the week after next. So next week is the last episode in this um, launching a podcast series. Um, yeah. So if I'm going to launch, if I'm going to do a trailer episode or an intro episode, when's the best sort of time for me to release that? You would tend to do that right at the beginning, um, right at the beginning, or before the first episode goes out. Okay. So you can use the trailer episode or the teaser episode to re- go into your podcast host, which we'll talk about in a second, the place where it's going to send all your podcast out to the places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all those places. You can place that in there to start off with, potentially, as a way of forming all of those links. So you know when your first episode goes out, then actually you know all the links are already there and all done. So I would recommend doing the teaser episode. If you're going to release all of this series and then the following series go straight afterwards, I would release these four episodes as planned. So release them all in one go. Do the teaser episode, trailer episode then, and then that separates the planning to the actual, and then you've got teaser episode there. So for you, that's how I would work it. For other people who are just launching, I'd probably say do it at the start um, and maybe do it a few days before everything else kind of kicks off in terms of your marketing, just so you know, for peace of mind, it's done. You're not worried about launch day thinking, why isn't it on Apple Podcasts? Why isn't it on Spotify? It's all done. You're all sorted. And then when the first episode goes out when and you want to share the links with the guests, you know it's there and it's done. Fantastic. That sounds brilliant. Right. Just thinking now for marketing purposes because i want to tell people about it let's just sit for two seconds holding our thumbs up so i can do a still of the video 
There we go. Um, so I can do a still of the video and use right. that as some marketing because we're going to need to market this new podcast as well, aren't we, Gary? Oh, of course you are, because there's no point spending all this time and energy, first of all, planning it, then recording it, and then putting it all together for people not to listen to it. It'll be an absolute waste of your time. And also, to be fair, it could be a waste for the audience as well, because you know they're going to get value because you're talking about topics that they're going to be wanting to hear about. So, yeah, you want to market it. And at the launch stage, there's no such thing as overkill. Okay. We all know that people miss stuff on social media because either the algorithm doesn't show it or it's posted at a different time to when they're going to be online. Loads of different stuff. So we want to make sure that we're hitting all of their your marketing, marketing channels, all of their particular marketing channels with not just news of the episodes been released, but you want to be warming up your audience right from the word go. You want to be warming them up ever since you've said to people or had the idea, I'm going to start a podcast. So the marketing for the podcast should start at that idea stage, effectively. Now, we did it slightly different with this because we've had four weeks of talking about your new podcast being launched. Um, but other people might not have had that foresight to do that, but they might have had a post saying podcast going to be released, watch out for dates might have had a date post to say it's going to be released at that time. They could have done a Q&A or they could have done a group of self group of photos like we just did with thumbs up with the guests. They could have kind of had a questions and answer session where they got questions from their audience, like we spoke about earlier, to form questions that they're going to ask on their podcast. They could have done all of that as well, up, leading up to the point of release, uh, up until the point where they actually release the podcast. So when it's released, Ideally, your audience should know, and you should have taken them on the journey of knowing that you're going to plan, you're going to start a podcast from the planning stage. So, what we've done is really cool because we've had four weeks of talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, people who haven't been in the situation should have started talking about it at the planning stage. So, if you are literally looking to start a podcast, just start talking about it now. You don't have to give much detail. Just start talking about it and to get the people who listen to podcasts engaged about talking about it. And the other thing about doing that is you can't back out. It Got gives the you the accountability to actually go for it and make that podcast happen. It's a okay. crazy thing, but so many people forget about the accountability. And it's mm. so, so, so true. As soon as you put a date down in a diary and tell people, all bets are off about you changing it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So done the intro we're now going to record the podcast and um let's say that we're just going to do a a talky first one we're not going to have a guest where where do i record it and then how do i get it out there what do i need to be doing so we've already spoke about kind of space that you want to do i would make sure on that taking that one step further i'd make sure that you've got kind of as minimal distractions as possible so you have got you've told people around you that you're recording so they need to be quiet you kind of recording at a time where you know you're not going to get the mailman or any deliveries or anything like that kind of doing that you sorted out all your pets so therefore there's no barking or screaming or anything like that and actually pets children so yeah it's the same kind of sounds maybe so you want to make sure that you're as distraction free as possible Um, then you sit down with the equipment that you've got as we spoke about before um, and then you make sure that you're happy with the content you're going to share. And if you're going to do a solo episode um, to start off with, you might be recording the trailer. You might have a list of kind of, you might have a framework of what you want to kind of talk about. 
it might not be set in stone and that's fine because hell nobody knows what you're going to say until you say it so no one knows what your plan's going to be so you might have a series of, kind of 10 12 bullet points that you want to cover then you sit down and actually have a glass of water like you've got because your throat's going to dry up if you're talking for a long time and then you relax because you've got everything prepared then you can record your content on whatever device that you're kind of familiar with as well Remember, you can always build upon stuff. You can always get new equipment, but you want to be as comfy as possible. So that's the kind of process that I would go down. I would also put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I'll block out time beforehand to make sure that I've got that time to prepare and I'm not rushing around. Can you imagine how flustered we would have been if we literally went live two minutes, well, we joined a call two minutes before we should have done, found out I had to move spaces and then move? Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked, but we had a good five, ten, five to well, we had a good ten minutes and we got it sorted out within three or four. It was fine. But you want to make sure that everything else is all around you all sorted. Yeah. So that's how Perfect. I would prepare the recording area and record you. That's how I'd make a plan. And then once you've recorded it, and with that with that first one, solo episode, some people get it done first time, some people take loads of times to kind of do it. The point is it's better to get it done than being perfect but don't be afraid of doing it a couple of times because the first time you're talk, you're probably reading stuff and you're kind of you're not you haven't really absorbed it the second time you've already gone through it once so therefore it's going to come out more natural so it might be worth practicing a few times beforehand that, like that for the idea. first episode that's what i would do okay because the first episode wants to be really good otherwise people aren't going to come back are they well the thing is people that first episode that teaser episode is going to be on your file on your library for until well until you change it to another Taylor teaser or trailer episode. Um so potentially people could be listening to that show two years down the line, three years down the line, five years down the line. So it is a piece of evergreen content um that you could do. So yeah, you want to get the messaging right about it. Fantastic. So we talked about editing last week. Um mm-hmm. we now need a, a, a podcast host you said. So what, what do we do next? So effectively, what you want to do is you want to go online, type in um, podcast host, and you'll come up with thousands of different options. And a podcast host is literally just this piece of software, a website, which will share your content to other places. That's all it does. Um, I would recommend Podbean, um, Libsyn, Audioboom, Buzzsprout. There's loads out there. Um, and they all pretty much do the same. Um, Spotify for business, for podcasts as well is another one. Um, and literally, they just do the same. Then just send it out. So you basically place that MP3 file that you've recorded, you've edited, and then you place it in the host. You then will put a, put your cover picture on there as well, your cover art. You might put a description in there as well, your show notes. Um, and then there'll be a nice distribution button on most of them where you can literally get authorised Podbean or Libsyn or Audioboom or Buzzsprout to send these feeds off to Spotify to audio uh, spotify to amazon music um and then it'll go from there apple podcasts is a slightly different beast because you need an apple podcast connect account to be able to do it to start off with but you can only do that once you've got your podcast host all sorted so you get your podcast host sorted first and if you upload the first episode onto that and then that will give you the um RAS feed for that particular one, which you can then put into Apple Podcast Connect. And typically it takes up to 24 hours to kind of get everyone all sorted. 
But in my experience, if you've got the cover art all sorted and you've got everything into your podcast host to start off with, it can be done in a couple of hours. But I wouldn't leave it to chance. And I'll, that's why I say do it a few days before you're going to launch rather than on day you're actually going to launch. Perfect. Okay. So I've already got a podcast, mm. which is um, this show. And the show I do, so I, I do these, if you're listening on the podcast, I do this show live on a Tuesday at um, 12.30 from yeah. YouTube. Um, and I do another one on a Wednesday. So they've been running for over 100 episodes. Do I create a brand new channel for this brand new podcast or I just drop it in as it was? It all depends if you wanted to keep the same branding um, and the same message kind of going on. So if you think of the customer journey, if you want someone to carry on listening all the way through, so it's a natural kind of movement from one to another, natural transition to one to another, I'd say keep it on the same channel. But yep. if it's a different branding or it's a completely different message or it's a completely different focus, I would say start setting up a new one. Um, also, I would suggest if you're going to change the name and you want people to still search the previous one, set up a new one as well, because then you can have both of them on, on there. Okay. So that would be, so I'm, I'm using um, podcast for Spotify, uh, Spotify for podcasters. Yeah. Like, is it easy to set up another channel or is that, how, how does all that work? Pretty much. It should be, it should be pretty straightforward. You should just have to go to add new channel. You might have to pay a subscription because you've got a second channel or whatever you'd kind of do for that one. I don't personally use that one. Um, just because well, there's no reason. Actually, I just don't use that one. Um, there's no reason it's, it's a good platform. I just don't use it personally. Um, but yeah, you set up a new channel and you just go from you just go through the steps again. Um, yeah. Cool. Okay. So, what should I do, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want the fifteen minutes behind the profile still to be searchable and still to be kind of relevant? Yep. Okay. So I would start a new one. Start a new one. Right. Okay. Because then people can search fifteen minutes behind the profile, and they can also search for a new one as well. So people that are already subscribed or get used to seeing my podcast at the moment, they'd have to find another one. That's the, yes, they would. Um, yeah. But what you've done is actually you've made the transition a lot easier by doing the last four episodes of 15 minutes behind the profile or the last part of the kind of series um, all about transitioning over. So people who have been on the journey and have been subscribers and have listened to them, this won't come as a surprise to them. Okay. And no therefore, I'd have five new podcasts for my brand new channel. There you go. Wouldn't I? Yep. You'd have your four to start off with, which is the prep and then the teaser before you go for number one. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So yep. should I use one of the aforementioned podcast hosts or stick with um, whatever I'm using at the moment? I've already forgotten <laughs> Spotify for podcasters. So so basically, if if you're used to using one, I'm going to suggest you carry on using one. Right, you okay. okay. It makes it easy for you. There's no point reinventing and doing another one. Um, so, yeah, I'd stick to what you know. It's just something else that's more complicated that makes it difficult, isn't it? And and we've discussed this in the previous episodes. We've got to make it as easy as possible for ourselves, yeah. haven't we? Exactly. There's no point me saying you, for you personally to use a different one if you already know what you're using. It works. So, yeah, no, perfect. I'd say stick to what you know. Perfect. Okay, so... As you know, we are going to be getting guests on my new show. 
Yes. What's the top tip for finding guests then, Gary? Well, I think you do a fantastic job with this one anyway. Um, and not just because I'm on your show, which I'm kind of biased. But I think what I would recommend is figuring out, first of all, who's your, you know who your target audience is or what the show is going to be about and who is going to target and who, you know, a particular guest is going to resonate with the audience most with. So I would say if you've got those people in your community, in your network to start off with, go for those ones first. Um, Typically, what you'll find when you're starting a podcast, you would start to talk to your initial circle, the initial network that you've got around you. Um, And that's because we feel comfortable with them. We already know them potentially, so it's easier to talk to. And also, if you're starting a new podcast, you're going to be slightly different because you're an experienced podcaster, experienced interviewer, you've done lives and all that stuff. But someone who's just starting could be really nervous about talking to someone. So going to someone in their inner circle makes them feel a lot more comfortable. It would be a lot easier for them to ask some questions, which they might not do for strangers. So for me, I would start with the inner circle and start talking to people who you know. Then when you go out from there, you can start spreading and kind of go to your outer network. And then once you've experienced your outer network, try interviewing someone who you don't know. You know, And what's going to resonate with your audience is if you keep the common thread, which is going to be the same questions, the same tone of voice, the same format, and therefore they're going to start to know what content they're going to expect. It's going to be off different people with different views and different experiences. It might be about different topics, but you've got that common thread that runs all the way through the episodes. So for someone who's just starting, my advice would be different to what I'd give you because you're an experienced interviewer. You've got an extended network. So for you, I would say if your show is about solving people, solving issues that people are having with a particular platform, then I would put a question out to your social media. And I'd say, you know, to your following your community and say, hey, you know, launching this, who wants to go live with me and talk about their issues with this platform? Yeah. And then just see what you get back. And then from there, you can see which people which people resonate with your audience message what people what people resonate with your you and then your audience and then you can get them on the show that's how i would place it with you it'd be slightly different to what i would recommend someone starting their podcast no fantastic but but this is this is again if you're listening to this and you're thinking of uh, getting a podcast then that's great advice because um you can ask your mate all kinds of things uh, whereas if it was someone that um you you desperately we needed to get on your podcast and you sort of like a little bit nervous that's not your first guest is it no no again all the way through we've been trying to make it as simple as possible and we want to make sure that you kind of ease into it and it's really easy to kind of try to overextend yourself at the start especially when everything is new you're just new to recording you just need to editing you're just new to putting it on the podcast host you don't want to add complications into it by interviewing someone who you don't know Go with yeah. people to let you know, people who you feel comfortable with. No, that's, that's, that's great advice. Okay, so how do I get them onto my podcast? Is there anything I should be doing to make it easy for them and all that sort of stuff? Well, I'm going to use what you're doing at the moment as the gold standard in terms of prepare or prepping guests. So what you do for the people who don't know, um, and am I okay to share this, Ashley, before I... No, 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 please, please, because look, it's, this is all about helping people. We, we want more yeah. podcasts. So come on, let's, let's yeah. you know, this share, is share the it stand. You want to make sure that you know, that your guest knows everything that you're going to be kind of going through or what they will be going through before they actually get into 
get into the recording area. So that's live or recording or audio. So Ashley records a video. In that video, he kind of goes through a PDF that gives joining instructions of where he's going to be, what's going to time, the kind of type of stuff he's going to need, you're going to need to have with you. Um, he records a video at the same time, which is fantastic, giving it a real nice personal touch to it. And in that kind of PDF that he's kind of talking through, he, as I said, he'll give joining instructions, where it's going to be, um, any kind of particular things that they're going to, the guest is going to need, topics um, to kind of talk about, so a framework, any prep stuff that he needs you to do, like pick a song and all that kind of stuff, he kind of gives you at that stage. All of that bits means that when you're, yeah, if you're meeting at half past 12 or 20 past 12 to record a podcast, you know where you're going to go, you know what you're going to be talking about, you know what you're going to need, and you meet 10 minutes before the live or, you know, you spend the first 10 minutes warming up and just chatting. So your prep in terms of you actually sending that information out to the person beforehand is fantastic. Now, you don't need to do the video. If you don't want to, you can just send a PDF. But the main thing is just making sure that the, the guest knows exactly what's going to happen before they join you. Yeah, love that. Thank you. Um, thanks thanks for sharing that. If, and if you're listening and you want to see what I send out to people, just drop me a line. Um at uh, Ashley at Full Cup Coaching. I'm more than happy. Uh, got uk. I'm more than happy to share that with you. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, Gary, we've pretty much done for this week. Mm. Uh, is there anything we've missed? Oh, um, to be fair, for this side of it, no. Because once you've got the podcast in the podcast host, and let's say we're releasing it, that goes on to the content that we're going to be talking about next week, which is, again, about building a bit more community, so monetization and that kind of stuff, and also what to do when you release your podcast. So we've covered a hell of a lot, and we're up to the last part. Oh, absolutely fantastic. So where can people get hold of you? Because obviously you know what you're talking about, and if I'm thinking of setting up a podcast I want to get hold of you, where are you? So just search growradio.uk, um, and that's on any social media platform or on the website. Um, you'll be able to list, tune in and listen, and you can see the different training options that we've got. Fantastic. And next week, uh, you're, you're back again. But I'm also running my workshop next week as well. So if anyone wants to come and join me and learn how to do LinkedIn, um, more than welcome. Uh, Gary, uh, thank you very much indeed. You've been absolutely superb again. I've got a little bit of homework to do. I will see you next week. Cheerio. Excellent. See you later. There we go. That's the end of another show. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe, start downloading and tell everybody else that you like this podcast. If you want to reach out, if you've got any questions, I'm always on LinkedIn. I'm the 15 minute guy. You can find me dead easy. It's Ashley Leeds. And you can find me on my website at www.just.15mins.day. And on there, you'll find loads of free resources and ways to contact me and book a meeting with me. So thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. You get out what you put in. Never gonna lose, never gonna win. As long as you're happy, you're always gonna grin. You get out what you put in.